welcome to Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode of our Brave Noise interview series, we're joined by Vendi from Vault City, who is daring to be brave and make noise about their Brave Noise Brew. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer and making a brave noise. Come join us. with that uh do you want to give us a quick introduction to who you are what your role is where you're from all that for anyone that might not know and if the title hasn't already given it away yeah sure um so I work at Walt City as we know uh I joined them last May last year as an assistant brewer so it was for me coming aboard and getting more stuck into the brewing and because I used to work in different brewery before as a cellar person but nothing to do with brew so June Walt City start brewing. A few months later, they figure out I'm better at planning. So they shift me into like production manager role, um, which I'm enjoying actually way more. Oh, good. I'm doing like a, it's like a hybrid kind of role. So I'm doing bits of this, bits of that, um, which is actually keeps you on a toast all the time. So that's good. Um, so yeah. So what was the question where I'm from? Like, does it sum up? Oh yeah, no, no, that's why yeah. it's just like the brewery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. cool. Um, and so your personal involvement with the Brave Noise beer, which is obviously for anyone that's watching the video, we've got yeah. uh, we are um, drinking it now. Um, I'm assuming I think I understand you were there on the day, and, and um, so I brewed that beer. Actually, mm-hmm. um, it was one of my last brews before I went on the planning. I'm back at brewing now. It's honestly, it's <laughs> so we had a it was like a kind of collaboration with uh, the uh people we get mold from as well nice. so it was like kind of built from donations so there was a uh, involvement from mangos was brought uh, which is a company that supplies us with mold which is located 10 miles away from edinburgh so that was very nice and we just got like all women from those there was a um also involvement from barb house that donated hops so that was a very nice day uh like all women stuck into the to brew so I brewed it I looked after the beer in the tank I dry hopped it I think I helped with packaging as well so yeah I did a lot about this beer and it was actually my, one of my favorite beers as well it's oh, so impressive that you've That's just so like good. literally yeah. done all, like all of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> And uh, that's it's uh, interesting you said a uh, bathhouse because Joe has literally just started a role. Oh right, no, bathhouse. Well. Yeah, I've just started working there. So. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a, it was nice because we asked them if they want to be involved, and everybody was like, "Yeah, let's do it." You know, this is this is amazing case, and people need to be aware of what's happening and stuff. So it was it was a brilliant day that all of us just uh, you could see on our website on the blog there is a like a picture of all of us so it was, it was very nice oh we'll add that into the show notes so that other people can read that then that'd be good i was, I was gonna say yeah, yeah. We will. and um we did it's it's like talking about your website as well um we just did an episode the other day and we did like Scottish breweries and we were talking about it. And was obviously, I feel like everyone already knows who Port City are in general. But when I was going on just to have a look at like what was actually on your website at the moment, uh, across the top of it, it's like you, there's literally the section for the code of conduct, mm-hmm. which I, it feels like that's an obvious thing to have there. But so many, 
I feel like even the breweries like throughout you know the US Canada wherever like a lot of the places have done it they've they've put it up in their you know tap rooms and stuff but like it is very clear as day on your website and I thought that that was just a really nice touch to be like not only did you do it not only did you create a code of conduct but it is very clearly up there and it's very noticeable because I was like okay where's the shop sign and then I was like oh the code of conduct is very clearly stated there yeah. So if anyone wants to check it out, obviously it's on the main page. We'll we'll link to it as well. But I just thought that was really good because I don't know if everyone's taken the time to go. Let me go and put that as a main yeah. header on the yeah. website. Yeah. <laughs> really make a, it obvious to people. But also our amazing marketing team as well, and because they're absolutely amazing people. And obviously these things need to be again said, and so that's that's what we believe in and what we do. So amazing. So was there anything about sort of like uh, we know that the traditional recipe obviously was the the pale ale recipe and you guys, as you would choose to do, <laughs> done a sour. Um, was it was it just kind of like a no brainer that you had to do a sour because that is what you do best? So I think it was our second or third go of sour pale ale, just like pale ale without like not much fruit. So there was like a, what was it, Mosaic Sabro, the original recipe, just a pale yeah. dry hop, right? And when I heard Sabro, I was like, let's do pineapple. Let's just mix it up together. Let's do something, you know, when you open it, it's just like going to expose tropicals at you. So we kept our base beer as sour as it was, and we fruited with pineapple juice, so puree, so, yeah, uh, pineapple puree. And then after some, after secondary fermentation, we dry hopped that with sit uh was a mosaic and sabro all beer <laughs> um nice. and i think it worked absolutely perfectly like i like the abvs it's like very drinkable it's not too sweet too heavily fruited you know like whoever has our beers knows that we can do sometimes very crazy stuff so i found like this beer was like a middle way and yeah it's one of my favorites we've done so far so hopefully we can rebrew that as Tori said, we are drinking it right now and it is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, like, I can smell like I'm getting the coconut from the yeah, yeah. dry hop on the nose. And then it's just like this lovely tart, super refreshing pineapple pale. It's gorgeous. As I say, I could definitely get the pineapple in it as well. Mm. And like, um, I don't know if Joe's left it in the recording or it's been taken out because we did it like just at the start of the recording. <laughs> but I've had it before. Um, I've had the Brave Noise from you guys before and it is so so beautiful and yeah you do taste all those flavors exactly as yeah. um, oh, it is very sessionable <laughs> yeah, yeah very definitely. sessionable but i also very like good. about this that i found with our beer if you make like a sour pale or any dry hop the hops are some somehow preserved in the sour base like if you have regular ipa or something new england ipa you can taste the hops like fading away yeah and I feel like this has been brewed in September and it still tastes amazing. Like the hops are still there, like matching the fruit. So yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Perfect in sour beer. Yeah, it's really good. Mm. I think it's I think it's also one of those what what I think I always say when I recommend like sours to friends and people that aren't normally sour drinkers, as I do tend to say that like, oh, you you, ha- you kind of have to try some of the Vault City like session sours and stuff because right. it is that nice, there's that slight tartness to the session sours as well, where they're not um I love sour, but some of my friends are like, oh, I don't know, I'm yeah. not sure. And and I think they're the perfect 
sort of entry into sours because they're not too in your face sour even though I know that you're you guys do do some like amazing really tart stuff as well and amazing stouts and everything and I feel like this beer this this brave noise beer true to what it's trying to say about being inclusive and you know Mm -hmm. promoting equality and I feel like I could easily give this one to someone as well that maybe is like oh I'm not sure about sours like here try this and they go it's really fruity and it is really lovely and it but it does still maintain that sharpness Mm -hmm. sharpness to the end of it that is just like oh I love it it's it's really good like that we are called that we make modern sour beers this is exactly what it describes the modern that is not the funky lambic style everybody's like when they had first sour you know they're like ah can't have that or too sweet so somewhere like between um yeah, I got lots of people into it. Like they're like, "Oh, I don't like sour beer." I'm like, "Just try, give it a go. You know, go for it." Actually, I really like it. I'm like, <laughs> and then they made the free beers from me. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a real gateway beer. <laughs> I think that's so perfect for Brave Noise as well, as it being yeah. a gateway beer. <laughs> um, was there anything in particular that was the the catalyst for why? you chose um you being the brewery chose to partake in brave noise was there anything yeah, in particular so i think we were one of the first one to sign up in uk i'm not sure i think it was either the first of us or like we were first or one of the first ones so it's obviously when you see social media what's happening and like this is this and then i saw this happen in the us like that there is this movement and we can do it and we can support it um, so I suggested and we like straight away jumped on it. It was also with collaboration with the um, collaboration. We uh, cooperate on that project with Siobhan from Edinburgh, who's uh, kind of brought it to us on the first hand. But yeah, we didn't decide a single minute that we would like, or hesitate that we would, you know, didn't do it or anything. And it's just good to spread the word around UK if you knew that nothing like this is here yet or, you know, because after that, it was just like, massive boom and everybody was after it so that was great amazing um so as part of a part of the work you have to pick a cause for a donation to go to what is your cause and is it something that's close to your heart um so it was picked by Siobhan who was uh, mm-hmm. working on this with us and she chose uh, and gender um and they we donated Total amount was around two thousand pounds. Amazing. Yeah, it was quite a lot, which was yeah, amazing. And it was donated to a local charity which helps women dealing with these sort of things in, in Edinburgh. So it was very like everything was very like kind of local based and even though we spread word everywhere or as far as we could. Yeah. We we focused on the core in, in Edinburgh, so a lot of locals. So that was very nice. Yeah, I think that's like we we've said several times now that when we were doing ours with Mirakai, I like finding the cause and the charity was really the hardest part. And I think yeah, keeping it local is a, that's a really good idea. Yeah, I think so. Cause obviously there is like, you, you would like to choose so many and so many. So I'm glad I went like to, cause it's like very local and that, that was, um, was quite heartwarming for us. Nice. Totally. 
Yeah, it's, it's also about finding that, you know, as Jay said, we said it before, but uh, it's also about finding the charity that is close to your heart that can accept the donations as well, because there are so many charities that just, they can't accept the donations yeah. from like a, a beer industry thing. And then yeah, it's, it's, it's oh. a tricky one as well, I suppose. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then you go, this charity is really good. And then this one's really good. And then, oh, but does it, is this, you know, for us, we really wanted to find one that was going to be really good for, um, when it came to like the beer community as well mm-hmm. so we were like oh okay well this one's a really good charity but is this you know touched upon the right thing so it's it is that difficult thing like you said you want to support all the charities so it's trying yeah. to like Big find group. the one and narrow it down <laughs> I agree. yeah it's really good you mentioned um, a minute ago about you know hoping like to brew that again do you think that Fort City will sort of do a rebrew of the brave noise like in terms of it being a brave noise or just rebrewing the beer itself see i was thinking about it actually very recently if if you can do the whole thing again like the whole donation to some charity Mm -hmm. and because as you said like before you want to keep the work going i would hate if last year was all about this and nothing this year or you know suddenly like oh yeah okay we've done that that's it because people they still carry it with themselves and they want to talk about it and or or they don't and they need to talk about it. So I was thinking we should rebrew it again, not just because I love that beer. It would be nice to have different maybe combination of you know ingredients, or if that would be like Brave Rose would be like, let's do a second round, let's keep the world rolling, let's do different hops, let's let's do something crazy, let's do everybody do sour, for example, you know, anything. Um that's never ending possibilities. But I would love to do that again. And I'm sure that Walt City as a company, if I can speak on their behalf, would be like no hesitation whatsoever. So We spoke to um, Ash and Ren uh, from the Brave Noise team mm-hmm. at London Craft Beer Festival the other week. And uh, they, they were saying that in the US, like they've had ciders have been done. Obviously, yeah. Lost and Grand have done their lager. Did they say there was kombucha as well? Yeah, they said there was a There's kombucha. A kombucha. Well. So, yeah, definitely, like, if anybody's got like ideas. The, there was, like, lots of homebrewers involved as yeah. well. So that's yeah. amazing, you know? Like, if I was a homebrewer, I've never done that. So yeah. <laughs> I would do the same. Like, I mean, it's just an amazing movement. I absolutely love it. Yeah. We homebrewed it, actually, and it was – Tori had never homebrewed before – so I taught her how to homebrew while we made the go? Brave Noise beer. I went well. It's that thing of like, you don't want to toot your own horn, but beep, beep. Like <laughs> yeah. I, when we got it, I was like, oh, I'm excited. I'm like, I want to try it. And then I was just kind of thinking like, I'm sure it will be good. Like, I'm sure it will be good. Well, let's see. Um, but there was some like there's a few elements that I think we had to change because uh, like, yeah I didn't quite some uh, brains you didn't have like yeah. quite enough of and so yeah. like, oh this will be interesting let's see how it turns yeah. out and it worked yeah. right and then it I tasted good. it and I was like I actually really <laughs> like this how did you enjoy the homebrewing was it your first time yeah, yeah so it was, it was my first time doing it um and then Joe's got like properly pots and pans just yeah. just like literally soup pots <laughs> that i do on, on basic the side. basic homebrew yeah that's probably that's, yeah. that's where everything starts you know yeah and it, it was the sparging process that i was like <laughs> i made her do the hard bit <laughs> which is fine like i was totally about it it was a good arm workout i was like this yeah. is great and um it's just when you're doing the sparging and then 
you look away for like one second because you're like oh this is a lot look away and then that's when something I don't know like clogs and then it starts spilling over and I'm like oh no 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 when you do 6,000 liters of right? this <laughs> she was so funny because she was like I don't want to lose any of it I was like you will make a mess <laughs> yeah. and we will lose some like that's just how it is so no 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 I've got to be really careful and not lose any <laughs> I tried to be careful and I tried to go really slow but because th- I was like this is a really important beer and it's my first one like we have to do this and I wanted to and, and the problem is I'm a perfectionist as well and I was like I need to get everything out of this that I can possibly get but I think by about the second no probably about the third or fourth go round, I was like oh this is this is quite hard work yeah I was like this is just good enough isn't it and Joe's like this is exactly why I said like you're gonna lose some it's gonna happen it's just accept it and I was like, oh, all right um but yeah we, I mean when we talked to the brave the brave noise crew as well I mean they also kind of said that um, we did talk to them about like various movements in general and they were saying how like you know people got together for all together and they got together for you know the black is beautiful brew and now there's obviously the brave noise brew and they were kind of alluding to the fact that they were like it would be really good for people to continue to visit this again yeah. like to them I felt like you know again I don't want to speak on their behalf but people can listen to that you know on the episode because they do talk about it and it is that thing of what you said of we don't want it to get forgotten about they didn't want to get they don't want it to be something that's just happened this year and then people move on and they get over it they want something that's going to be repeatable that people are going to do again um so I think it's pretty spot on what you said so I think it would be pretty brilliant to like I think it would make a big statement to see Vault City be like not only did we do it once um we you know a year's gone by we've done this about it we've done that about it we put our code of conduct up on the website here's another one and I feel like that is something that other breweries can look at and go like oh and be like yeah oh this is what we're supposed to do this is yeah this is what's normal you know and we're not forgetting about it we're showing we're committed to it I think that's just like that is making a brave noise in itself isn't it yeah exactly exactly what it says basically yeah when you spoke to them did they like say that they're planning to roll another like different theme or topic or is it just brewery signing up again or they didn't yeah I was gonna say to be fair I don't think we don't like we didn't really get a chance well we didn't get a chance to delve that deep into it because we had a visitor pop up (laughs) that kept coming in and uh had very much enjoyed the festival and very much very much (laughs) and then uh, one of the busiest in UK yeah it was very busy and yeah Person Someone had come in, they enjoyed they had, themselves a lot, and then they thought they'd come <laughs> and join us. And they enjoyed the conversation, which was really mm. great. Uh, yeah. So we didn't yeah. get to delve too much deep because no. we were just trying to uh, get everything out <laughs> before before we sort of lost the time to do it. But yeah. I think that that's something that, like, um, I mean, obviously, I'd encourage you, encourage anybody else that's listening that maybe has already brewed it or someone that's thinking about brewing it, like, get in contact with them because the, the vibe that we got from it very much was you know they are open to having conversations if you contact them they'll have the conversation because one of the questions we asked them as well was you know with the deadline being December now if somebody's not able to do that until you know February you know that's the next time they can get a slot on the brew schedule Mm -hmm. is that something that you know you'd be happy for people to contact you about and they pretty much were like yeah just what I got from them very much and what I've got from other people that I've spoken to them as well is very much like get in contact with them if you have those questions so I mean I think that's definitely something if you guys are interested in doing it again 
I yeah, think that's I'm getting dash and see you. And basically, same. Our brew schedule is like, it's yeah. <laughs> Till next year. Um, yeah, I know you're killing my bank account. Can we do the club? Can we do that? I'm like, uh, yeah, next year. <laughs> but you know, yeah. this is something you would prioritize over some other stuff, hmm. like obviously, because um, it is more important than anything. So yeah. Their, yeah, their contact me, details. My colleagues would stand behind the same same uh, opinion. So. Their contact details are just on the website, so and they're they're very responsive. Okay. So I'll, yeah, I'll I think that'd be really good. I think it's great as well. I think I think doing it a year on is actually a really it's kind of almost a more powerful message than doing yeah. it, you know, a few yeah, months exactly. apart because it's like, just want to remind you a year just ago, this came there. out, yeah. here's everything we've done in a year and we haven't forgot about it. We're still committed to it. Yeah. And we're still doing it. So I feel like this is, yeah, this is a message that I really hope that like this part of the conversation, other people take away and are like, Oh yeah, I d- it, it, it could be as simple as no one else has thought to do that. Yeah. It's never crossed anyone's mind. And I hope that someone sits there and goes, I didn't realize that was an option. That could be an option let's look at doing that yeah yeah why not why, why can't you brew it every year you know it's like yeah the most you need to like keep keep talking about it so it's possible that brewery just did it and then like oh yeah we've done that that's it that's how it's that like, box. Oh, exactly take the box so i'll be good to have to get back to it yeah yeah no definitely um is there any particular changes that you personally would like to see at the moment within you know within the brewing industry or the you know the beverage industry as a whole or is there any steps that you know that that you know Vault City are taking to make positive changes in particular um so I think yeah when I started I was the only female in the brewery it means four of us now within the brewery in the warehouse you know like doing that so I just hope that women won't get like don't get like put away by hearing like oh yeah you know sexism and the this and all that because you can feel like oh yeah I'll, I just I'm not gonna take this job just because there'll be like so many men and you know I'm not gonna drive forklift because they can tell me off or yeah. you look in the lorry and the guy will be like oh you're a woman I don't want you to drive it because it will take a long time and so I hope that people will just uh, don't get scared of women and just like go after what they like and what they want to do just follow the dream, you know, don't get put away by hearing stories from there and there and just trying to stand up to this. Because um, I personally had some well, problems or I had to do with something in the past as well within the industry. And it didn't make me weaker, it made me stronger, especially with this project coming along. It's like, yes, we need to talk, we need to like make this, that the job is for everyone. and. It's not going to be like, oh, you're, you're too weak to lift a keg. And so I hope that people can just be strong in this. And yeah, stand up to it. I totally agree. I think um, one of the things that I felt was the, I think I, I think we talked about it before, Joe, when we spoke yeah. to Mirakai after we brewed that one. But so we went to Mirakai to go brew the Mirakai Brave Noise. And one thing that I thought was, probably one of the best experiences that I've had. And we were very fortunate to be able to do a collaboration brew with a different brewery before as well. So um, good experience there as well. So not to take away from that, but what I felt was really, really great was um, Ollie from Mirakai. He was like, well, does anyone have any injuries or anything that I need to know about? And we were like, no, it's fine. He's like, okay, good. Cause you're going to be lifting bags today you know like that's that's gonna happen he was like I really want everyone to do it if you're if you're capable of doing it um 
and I felt for me that meant a lot the fact I think sometimes people try to be helpful and it's not trying to be condescending and it's not trying it's not you know there's no malicious intent all the time sometimes it's just a case of like oh let me just help you because I I want you to have a really good time I don't want you to you know I don't want anything to take away from that you know let me help you lift this bag or let me help you move this keg or you know let me help you do these things that maybe you're capable of doing even if it requires a little bit extra effort but it's satisfying to do it yourself yeah and I thought I think like you know Ollie doing that to me was just quite a big gesture and I said to him as we were um waiting because obviously <laughs> there's a lot I feel like there's so much waiting in the room <laughs> cleaning no, and waiting all. trust me it's not <laughs> <laughs> to do. yeah there's other things well yeah yeah doing. when it's when 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 it's not your brewery there's lots yeah. of cleaning yeah, yeah, and yeah. waiting bear in <laughs> mind while we were still drinking beer and eat yeah know? we were yeah. Yeah. drinking beer and eating and Ollie was like filling and kegs and cleaning things and getting the next yeah. bit ready and I was like can I help you with anything and he was like no it's fine so I was just I was kind of there and and I said to him as he was you know filling up these kegs I was like you know thank you so much actually for just not even questioning if we could do something you were just like this is what you're doing today have at it and it was little things like that or he told me to you know, measure where um, the water had to get to. And he was like, here's a tape measure. Do Go measure that and put this, yeah. put this piece of tape on the, you know, on the thing there. And I was like, you trust me to do that? And he was like, yeah, just, it's not hard. Just go do it. And I was like, yeah, okay. Definitely. And I thought that was like, I was like, thank you so much. And he goes, that's just normal. And I was like, that is so great. And I really hope that other people get to have that experience. Because I can imagine how there's probably experiences where, whether or not it's a malicious thing, whether or not it's conscious, subconscious, we're made to feel almost sometimes like we're not capable of lifting yeah. a big bag. <laughs> yeah, totally. Or you can like apply for a job into, into the brewery and they're like, oh, it's a, you know, it's a woman. I'm not going to hire her because you need to leave, lift kegs, 40 kilos there, 25 kilos there. You know, like if you apply for a job in a brewery, you obviously know what you're applying for and right. you might just be like, oh, a woman you're not going to give her a job because she'll be a bad driver or you know something right this needs to get scrapped completely because i don't know the best forklift driver is a woman in our brewery so <laughs> not me but yeah that that's it you know like um, yeah. it, sh- it shouldn't be it shouldn't be like uh you have to prove that wrong it should be okay let's look at you okay you're qualified to do this and I'm gonna trust that you know what you're getting yourself into if you've applied for this role and that you know that you feel you're capable to do it as opposed to being like maybe maybe it's not that you know do you know I've heard of other people going to interviews and they were being told like yeah do you realize that to do this you're gonna have to lift this or you're gonna have to do that and hearing those stories I was like I can't believe that someone felt that you were applying for this particular role and Mm didn't know what it was that yeah. you would be to, like yeah. to apply for a role as an assistant brewer or a brewer at all and to not realize lifting would be involved for yeah example. that's probably you didn't read the job description and just right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. right here's a job I'm yeah. gonna apply and yeah, yeah. that I shouldn't be any gender obviously so no and I think it's amazing that there's now four women at Vault City uh, because 
having those women already in those positions means other people can other other women yeah, yeah, other yeah. people can see that you can you can do that too it's not just yeah. men who can do this like ev- everyone can do it it's like being I able to see a, it lots of positive comments when somebody came to visit brewery for collab or you know uh flyer or anything just like oh my god there's so many like women in this building i'm like i know it's yeah. it's amazing it's it's so heartwarming like i really like it i love seeing the diversity because i feel like just like with any situation you know whether it's like people of color or anything like that like when you see somebody in that role sometimes you think something's not possible for you you know or yeah, it'll be that's... hard until you see it yeah and then when you see it you're like oh it, it is possible i can do it <laughs> Yeah, you lifted back of malt at the Miracade, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. you can do it for eleven easily. Yeah. I then I'm very <laughs> stubborn because then when we did International Women's Collaboration Brew Day, like all those times, they were like, Oh, like, you know, if it is hard, you can sort of like shovel things yeah. out if you want. But yeah, you don't, you know, you don't have to. This is not an obligation. And I was like, give me a bag, I'm doing this. <laughs> like it was almost like a matter of principle after that. That I was like, yeah. now that I know and I've proven to myself that I can do it. This is the only way I'm doing it from now on. I'm I'm picking up heavy bags and throwing it in there. So uh, you get tired of it eventually, and <laughs> you ask for help. Yeah. Especially when you do like a big stout and your mash doubles. Oh no! You got so like much more to this. You're like, uh, guys, can you help me? So, yeah. <laughs> Majority of the time, yeah. she be fine. Yeah. Um, are there any messages that you would like to give to breweries who are thinking about this and haven't done it yet, especially as you know? says you might do it twice now Ooh, what about these people that need to, yeah what about these people that haven't done it yet what, yeah, what the, do they need here um i would i would say just don't wait for anything and you know get stuck into it because people love the beer apparently which is good and that's it's not good. that it's uh it's about to share message about something very serious and important and you know, I, I hope that breweries don't take it like, oh yeah, we've done this, you know, we look amazing for the market and all that. Just uh, just do it with heart and, and think of the others. And yeah, that's what I would that's say. That's so good. Yeah, I think that's a really good message because yeah. I think that it can, there is a very fine line between doing something because you're passionate about it and doing it because you feel like it's the performative thing that people want you to do. Yeah. And I mean, if you're doing it, you're doing it regardless. And that's, that's great. But I think it's really important, like you said, you know, do it with heart. <laughs> yeah, totally. like, don't do something you don't want to do, obviously. Right. Yeah. I just, I just hope that people or breweries wouldn't be doing it just to like, right. This is now popular. I'm going to hop into it as well. And right. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'm also very surprised how many breweries, from the whole world being involved in Brave News. Like, it's amazing because, like, obviously, states that's where everything started. And then, UK, it was just like a few breweries and suddenly it was like covered because I saw the map and it was just so nice to see. So, hopefully, it'll be a, another comeback this year. I was going to say, I mean, I'm, I, I definitely hope to see more in the UK because it's like I, I just saw the stats the other day of how many breweries there are in the UK. And to see that there's only, you know, 10 at the moment that have signed up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Like, because then, like you said, you look at the map of everywhere else, you see, like, you know, the list of US, you know, by state, and it is just crazy. And I, I, to be fair, I think a lot of the people that we spoke to so far, some of them just didn't know about it. Mm, um, so yeah, no, totally. And, and that's why I 
part of the reason we wanted to make this series was like to talk to bre- breweries like yourselves to be mm-hmm. like cool you've done it mm-hmm. hear about that you know listen to the great things that you know they feel about this and then if you can identify with someone I, I mean I don't think Fault City is by any means an unknown brewery I think it's one of like the most consecutive like that's good <laughs> like one of the most like hotness every time so <laughs> yeah not to yeah not to uh I feel like I was like oh we finally get to talk we get to talk to Fault City this is really cool and it's like <laughs> But we're only going to talk about brave noise. Like, I'm not going to divert and talk about anything else. Like this, I'm like, it's talk about very important. Really. I was like, it's very important. We're talking about brave noise, but it's like we have one of the breweries that are like one of the hotness. Like every release that comes out is just amazing. We had the carrot cake the other day. Wait for the next. Wait for next week. I can't. Uh... I'm really trying not to spend money, and and you guys just keep putting out these amazing bits. We had the carrot cake one that people can listen to on an episode, so and I took a sip of it's it it's crazy yeah and I was like what is this this <laughs> is carrot cake and I was like this is actually cake. carrot cake and then oh, I yeah. just li- I just kept taking a sip and going I don't understand <laughs> how is it carrot cake so I think it's when someone can look and see like this brewery that is one of you know the top UK breweries that is consecutively like putting out absolute bangers that people are ordering and you know looking forward to the releases every week and you're so creative and what you do is just yeah you can tell there's a lot of like passion and creativity behind it and Mm -hmm. hopefully some breweries can go I want to be like them or you know some people that may be newer into brewing are like that's who I aspire to be like at some point and they can listen to this and go yeah okay like good people have good values Mm -hmm. I want to show my values as well and they can get on the train as well because uh, 10 we just need more we definitely yeah, that, that's more. definitely um what we stand about to have a good values and obviously we treat employees the right way more than that like steve or co-founder steve uh started four-day work week which um was absolutely brilliant i'm not gonna Amazing. lie um one of the only breweries in uk because um it's it's sometimes obviously doesn't work because the beer doesn't ask like you know are you taking yeah. three off or what? So you have to pop You're like, in oh, excuse me, can you come in now? <laughs> you have to come in occasionally on your fifth day yeah. and do some some cellar work, which is totally fair. It's beer. And yeah. if you do it with love, you don't mind going there and do that. But uh, yeah, we trying to do the best for our employees or involved for us. And and that's that's the same as you say, like there is passion behind everything we do, if it's treating employees or customers the way we created beers like we all get together once in a quarter of a year and just throw ideas and then boom you've got carrot cake in a bottle you know it's um it's just um, we, we do have love definitely so yeah i mean uh, i think you can taste the love in the, yeah, in the you, city, could t- you could taste the love and you could yeah. taste the carrot cake like <laughs> i <laughs> I was in shock I was like this is magic whatever you've done and I just think like what you've done with the you know the pale recipe as well amazing it it fits the theme of what the base recipe was but it's so uniquely vault city yeah it's so delicious and like I said I feel like I mean it's nearly gone like it's pretty (laughs) I really was trying to just it's for me it's like a quality control you know after nine months yeah. of the beer 
Still tastes amazing. And yeah. fresh. That's it. You've got to just yeah. every so often, just quality control it. <laughs> amazing. Well, I look forward to that. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I mean, that'll be really cool to see you guys do it again. And even if like you do... change the recipe. Or... Yeah, yeah. I would like to do something completely different, you yeah. know, like completely switch it. But then obviously, if they would come up with topic or theme. Yeah, that'd be helpful. And tweak it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I said to them as well, um, because about the creativity and about doing that, like, I mean, they, as Joe said, someone did a kombucha, someone did a cider, and I and I asked them the question of, uh, if you know, I know someone that does hot sauce, and I was like, if someone wants to make a, they do beer hot sauce, and I was like, you know, if someone wanted to make a brave noise hot sauce, would you let them do it? And they were like, yes, like (laughs) absolutely, like do. Can I please have one? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Uh, Thank you. That's another one. If it's not by the time this comes out, if it's not even a potential, I mean, like, vote city wants to do it. (laughs) I was like, you can use the sabro hops. Like it would be amazing. Just make an amazing fruity hot sauce with it. So I'm working on that. (laughs) Fruity hot sauce is is a quite strange. Strange thing. If it's not, uh, we did um, collaboration with some guy, and it was mm. a, it was like a blackberry, black forest fruit, some sort oh, of. Yeah. It was more like a for waffles or for, you know. Yeah. Like thing. Not I've my, got that not one. My yes. I prefer the <laughs> habanero style. Oh sauce. yeah. You've got all the hot sauces. I've got, yeah, I get all the hot sauces, basically. I I had the the Portobello Road one that... uh, Oh, from us, yeah, yeah. And I had the, I have the Forest Fruits as well, because I was like, I'm getting the beer, I need to have the hot sauce as well. Um, And I love it, I love the fruity ones as well, um, because I like the mix of the spicy with the fruity, and I use use hot sauce on so many different, I like tacos, pizza, chili like it, so Every, many different ways everything. to use hot sauce and it's just about picking the right hot sauce yeah. so it's like a fruity one like you said the black forest one that's definitely like a chicken and waffles that was fun fact because we obviously did this collaboration and the hot sauce was made with uh i think it was 100 liters of that beer we did at the same time yeah. it was the breakfast stack waffles oh yeah so that was good that there was like a good amount of beer in there as well because usually but like hot sauce the same theme of same fruit or yeah so I haven't I haven't actually opened that one yet because I've just like I've got so many hot sauces and I'm like I can't wait to (laughs) try it but if if someone if you're gonna brew a second one then you should uh get on that hot sauce collaboration (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah cool I think that's kind of everything Joe did you have any other questions I think that's it Oh, thank you so, yeah, thank so, you so much, much for your time. I know. Oh you're... no, that's totally fine. <laughs> Is there anything you want to plug? Um, tell everybody about. Uh, well, about this topic, definitely. Just like you know, for women, if you want to enter the industry, then go for it. Just be brave. Have some big noise. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I think. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for Thank coming you so on. Much. Delightful. Oh, yeah. Good to chat to you guys. Uh, seriously, we got Vault City on. And this beer is <laughs> delicious. I know. It's, it's so basically good. gone. It's yeah, basically. I tried gone. to save a little bit for the outro. Got a little bit. Like, I can't, I don't think I could do it. And if you're watching the video, the bottle has been inaugurated into my These Are the Brave Noise Beers I've Drunk line. It's gorgeous. Well. Something. Yeah, it's a nice bottle. Yeah. It is lovely because it is 
it's again, I like that they've sort of done slightly their own thing with it. If you're watching the video, they've done slightly their own thing with it, but they still have like the same blue um, color palette in the same way where like there's the lighter blue on the bottom, the dark blue on the top. And then they've got kind of like the stripes going around it, but then they have their, you know, city logo on it and it just yeah it just it feels like it fits that yeah it's a nice one they do it's a good one so well yeah Um, but yeah it was a good conversation and I really really hope that they do put out a second a second release of it next year crossing all the fingers yeah crossing all the fingies because I feel like that I feel like that would send a really powerful message because I mean I'm not I wasn't you know I wasn't just saying that for the sake of it I do genuinely feel like Vault City are a powerhouse brewery in the UK and they are a brewery that a lot of people respect um a lot of people you know fangirl over their releases and like not not like just us but I think there's a lot of people yeah. especially straight white men who are like yes Vault City like everything Vault City especially when they do you know absolute like stonking like imperial stouts and stuff like that yeah and so I feel like a brewery like that that has such a diverse audience of people that love it as well top tier would send such a message to be like one year on and guess what we didn't forget we're still doing it yeah if they're still making noise which is so good to hear from a brewery that we really respect um so brilliant oh I'm really pleased with this one no, like I said, I didn't want to drink it all. I had it, I had it the first time, and then my I had just got it, and then my stupid dog went and You're so it mean over. to Phelan. She didn't She's, mean to. I feel like she did. She was like, Mummy, you care way more about your beers. I mean, it's not no, true. I mean, but I bet in her head, she's like yeah. those beers. Me. You're locking me out of the room. <laughs> Guess what's happening? Boom. And then she just sort of like hit it with her tail and it fell over it in just the right way that it cracked the top. And I was like, oh, no, but most times. of it was salvaged. So I got to drink it and I was like, oh, it's really good. And then I thought, well, if we do get Vault City on, I won't have one. And I mean, as we discussed in the episode of Bendy, like originally when this happened, it wasn't that long after it had been released. I don't yeah. think. Um, and so I was like, I, it's getting to the point now that these may not be available anymore. I need to order another one like immediately. And then I thought, worst case scenario, it's just another delicious one to drink if we don't get them on. So I'm really pleased that we did get them on. But yeah, it is a really good beer. And I mean it when I say I think it's a really good light. Yeah, it's really good. It fits for a sour. It fits the theme of Brave Noise, where I feel like it is really accommodating to people that maybe don't even like sours or don't think they like sours. So yeah, it's that's what you think if you've tried it. Yeah, Tori, if uh, people want to let you know what they think of Vault City's Brave Noise beer, where can they get hold of you? Yeah, you can come tell me what you think about this beer or any of their other beers because I love their beers, so I'll happily talk about them all the time. <laughs> uh, and I did well done me for not sidetracking and just <laughs> talking about Vault City that much. Well done. <laughs> Very important topic that I was like, no, no, don't yes. do that. Um. Yeah, if you want to come talk to me about Vault City beers, especially the Brave Noise and what you thought about it, you can find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. Or you can email me at adventuresinhoptimism at gmail.com. Or you can let us both know via the podcast email at a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Joe, if people want to talk to you about the Brave Noise beer and your inauguration into your, your can background, where can they find you? <laughs> Um, you can find me at my beer school, which is Love Beer Learning. And we are on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and Pinterest. 
Um, I also have a website where you can find me. It is lovebillearning.co.uk. All of our podcast episodes are on there linked so that you can find the rest of the lovely Brave Noise episodes if you'd like. Uh, I also have an email address where you can email me, which is lovebillearning at gmail.com. Or get hold of us on Instagram on the podcast account, which is a woman's brew. So I'm going to go finish this beer because it is too delicious to sit here. Oh, the last sip. Yep. Cheers. Cheers.